Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Gracious Father God, we thank you for this opportunity again to come and to study your word. Now, Lord, we ask that it be thy will that you will bless us and empower and endow us with your word. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for your delivering power. Master, we ask you to look upon the teacher right now in the name of Jesus, that he will be instructed by you to share a word from you to us, that we all get understanding of the word. Bless us and keep us. Bless us and Marie family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Sister Ina, got on? She is on and she's connecting Deacon King and the next. Hello. Okay, she's on. Okay. Okay, you, you, you ready, Sasina? So we go ahead and uh, turn it over to Deacon Way. You ready, Sasina? Uh, yes, Sister Netion. Yes, I'm on. Deacon King, you yes, Y'all thank y'all for being patient. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Deacon Way, we're in your hands. Okay, and no significant witnesses. When you. Uh, read the Bible and you, and you hear such great people as Moses, uh, Abraham, and many more of, of that caliber and the prophets and so forth, you, you often think about you being insignificant. But Jesus goes in this lesson and lets us know that there's nobody that's insignificant when it comes to witnesses. Well, to him, there's nobody insignificant anyway. But this lesson, uh, Jesus tells his disciples that he does indeed go through Samaria. And the disciples were not eager to go with him. And in fact, uh, there was a divide between the Jews and the Samaritans because the Jews did not have any association with anyone that was not a full-blood Hebrew. The Samaritans were a mixed race of people. And so uh, the Jews didn't want to have anything to do with them. In fact, the Jews would go around Samaria rather than go through Samaria because of them being a mixed race. Uh, So the disciples were not eager to go with Jesus, but Jesus was going on anyway. And so they uh, decided to go on with him. And while... uh, the hour had come for them to get something to eat. So the disciples of Jesus and went to a nearby village to buy food. Uh, and Jesus continued. Uh, Jesus comes to a well in Samaria. And uh, a, a Samarian woman is drawing water. And he engaged into a conversation with her. And the conversation moved from the issue of giving him a drink of water to worship and from worship to uh, 
uh, how the Sumerian woman was living and had lived. And the disciples returning from their buying food saw Jesus talking to the Sumerian woman. Uh, all that saw Jesus uh, was really violating a tradition of the Jews and that they would have nothing to do with Sumerian people. But uh, Jesus is setting an uh, example here that, that, that all lives matter. And we, we get into this black lives matter. Well, Jesus says all lives matter. And and he shows us in this lesson tonight. So the lesson starts with verse 25 and says, The woman said unto him, I know the Messiah coming, which is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Uh, the, some uh, conversation that Jesus is having is, uh, has evolved from uh, one about hatred of the Jews to one about an uh, interest in salvation. So we learn here that the woman of Samaria believed in the faith and of God and that she says, I know the Messiah coming. And her knowledge of the Messiah has to do with the fact that she knows about the Old Testament first five books. Someone has enlightened her about the coming of the Messiah. It also teaches us that Jesus is available to all uh, who have an interest. That It also teaches us that Jesus gives everyone his attention. And that Jesus, regardless of our history of sin, will show respect to us on a personal basis. And how Jesus also, uh, ad she identifies the, uh, the Messiah, she says, when he come, he would tell us all things. So the Samaritan woman has a knowledge that Jesus is all uh, knowledge. In, in other words, G uh, that God knows all things. The fact that he would tell us all things lets him know that only God knows all things when he when it comes to who we are and 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 and, and what we are about. Verse 26, Jesus discloses her, his identity, and he says that Jesus says unto her, I that speak it unto you, uh, I that speak it unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Uh, what Jesus is doing there is letting her know that he is the Messiah. He doesn't tell everybody that he is because uh, the kind of life that he's going through in that to, uh, the men of the Jews themselves didn't like him. That the fact that he is said that he was the Messiah, in fact, they or they would try to kill him if some of them know. So he doesn't come out and tell everybody that, but he tells her, uh, which lets us know that Jesus gives every speaker a personal reply. Yeah. There is no prayer. Uh, we pray that God does not literally hear an answer. The answer, uh, his answer may not be according to what we desire, anticipate, or seek, but he will always uh, uh, be there, uh, give us what we deserve. Uh, Jesus identifies that I, I that speaking unto thee am he. Let's just know Jesus is closing his identity. That Jesus is a promise keeping to God, that God can be trusted to keep his promises. 
and that God is faithful in doing what he promised at the time he is set uh, to do it. Jesus is acknowledging his identity as proof of his divine incarnation, that I speak, I that speak unto thee am he. So he's letting them know that I am God wrapped up in human flesh. Uh, I am the one that, that you are talking about. And then, uh, verse 27, the wandering disciples come back and he says, and upon this came the disciples and marveled that he was talking with this woman. Yet no man said, what seeketh thee or why talketh thou to her? So the disciples are returning from buying food. And the, the scripture says, upon this came the disciples. Um, mean that they saw uh, Jesus talking to this woman uh, and, and marvel at, at what he's saying. And it, it lets us know that salvation outweighs any and all these social traditions. In other words, we can bypass social barriers uh, to tell somebody about Christ. They don't have to be black and, and uh, 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 even of the same uh, religious background. Uh, to tell somebody about Christ, they don't have to be a Baptist. They don't have to be uh, uh, anything, anything that we're used to. So we can bypass all that. Jesus doesn't bypass all this stuff about the Samaritan being second-class citizens and 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 them not being worthy of of his of his teaching. So he he, he bypassed that. And the second thing is that the danger of drawing a conclusion uh based on sight alone the, the disciples marvel at that he's doing this but they don't they don't get into why he's doing it uh because uh they know that he is the christ uh christ and and uh, he does things that that's not lining up with what the rest of the jews are, are used to seeing so our sights can be misleading we don't always have to jump to the wrong conclusion and then Verse 28, the, the Samaritan woman uh, gives her witness, really, to who Jesus is. The woman then left her water pots and went her way into the city and said unto the men, uh, Jesus has influenced this woman with accepting the power of, uh, of who he is to a, to a great extent. Uh and that this woman role in advancing the kingdom of God has become very important. So why did the woman leave her water pots and straightway go into the city? And it goes back to that every person that meets Jesus as the Messiah will experience something that's great. It, it's, hmm. For some, it can be so much mesmerizing. It's so new. It's so uplifting. It's so spiritual, so heavenly, so uh beyond what what they're used to that their values uh, uh has been transformed this woman left her water pot so she usually come out there and draw water and went into the city to tell somebody about this man she have had a a powerful conversion a, a gripping that that refocused her sight where she's no longer just looking uh vertically but uh horizontally but she's looking vertically uh uh, con uh her earthly concerns were swallowed up by her spiritual being. Uh, a true conversion moves us to action. 
she says, and, and, and went her way into the city. She's been converted in such a way that it causes her to have an action. And the experience gives us the basis for testifying to others of what the Lord has done for us. So this woman did not hold back her testimony. She did with joy, expectation, what the Lord had done for her. Verse 29 says, And come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? So in other words, he said, here's proof that this 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 man uh, is the Christ. He told me all that I have ever done. Only the mm-hmm. Messiah could do such a thing. Uh, because mm-hmm. Jesus had talked to her and told us about uh, the men that she had been with. And she told her that this man that you with now is not your, is not your husband. Mm-hmm. He knew all these things about her. So her appealing testimony become an uncompromising invitation. She says, come. In other words, come try him for yourself. And we ought to be that same way when it comes to uh, testifying about Christ. We ought to be able to tell somebody, come try him for yourself. He's made an impression on my life. Uh, see what he can do for you. And she has an appealing testimony that is factual. She says, come see a man. Come see this man. Uh, it's not a, a, a unusual that 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 he is a man, but this man that knows all about you uh, is, is a testimony to who he is, because only God knows all about who we are. And her appealing is is informative in that she says, "Which told me all things that I ever did." I mean, who can go back and tell you all that you ever did? I mean. Uh, some people might know some things about you, but uh, this man knows all that I ever did. And, uh, his powerful, his, his way of speaking is so revealing about my inner soul or who I am. For so appealing testimony tells about the accuracy. The people of Samaria, uh, Samaria knew that that the Messiah would be that kind of person that could tell, uh, read the thoughts of the human heart and reveal the soul our past, our present, and our future. So she says, come see this man. Then they went out of the city and came to him. Uh, This woman's testimony is so revealing. And we ought to be that way, that our testimony is so revealing that we ought to make somebody want to come and and try him for for themselves. So her testimony caused the people to move. They went out of the city uh, and came to where he was. So her her testimony alone moved other people to to, uh, move. And verse 31 says, in the meantime, while the disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. Uh, The disciples had bought some food, and and they have... Uh, begged him to 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 come and eat, uh, and disciples were concerned about his physical well-being of Jesus. Uh, Jesus responds in verse thirty-two and says, "But he says unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of." In other words, you are talking about the physical needs of of, of me. Uh, their mind is set on on uh, uh, the flesh. And he's telling them that I have spiritual needs that yeah. need to be. Uh, 
that's far beyond you know, <clears throat> the physical need. Jesus wants to stimulate their mind and thoughts around the issue of meeting the spiritual need of man. Uh, we often concern ourselves so much with, especially in, in these times, with trying to uh, uh, help all these food lines and, and meet all the needs of uh, so many people that's hungry. And that's good. But Jesus says also there is a spiritual need that we need to fulfill. So he right. says in verse 33, Therefore, said the disciples one to another, has any man bought him ought to eat? In other words, have anybody uh, gave him uh, uh, something to eat? And and Jesus, again, is uh, they still, still trying to get him to uh, uh, understand that, that he hadn't ate anything. And Jesus is trying to get them to understand the importance of recognizing the type of language he is using. They're not grasping what Jesus is saying. Uh, Sometimes when we when we're not speaking the same language, we 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 miss what, what somebody is saying. Jesus explains his meaning a little bit further. Jesus says unto them, "My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to mm-hmm. finish the work." In other words, Jesus is clarifying his statement. The meat is to my meat is to do the work of Him that sent me. In other words, I want to do the work of my Father. Uh, and 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 uh, save lost souls. Uh, I'm not concerned about the the meat uh, for my body. Uh, he, he's already shown that the Lord will sustain him. He just went through forty days of forty uh, in the wilderness without food, and he survived it. Uh, lesson is teaching us that we need to get. Sometimes we have to get our priorities straight. Jesus is also teaching us the importance of sacrificing self-interest for the benefit of others. In other words, I'm not worried about me and myself and what I need to eat. I'm more concerned about the spiritual need uh, of the people. Uh, so he's 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 trying to get the disciples on the same page he's on because before long he's going to be leaving and he's going to be putting this in their hands. So he says, "Say ye, say not ye." There is yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look to the field, for the for they are white already. In this uh, verse, he, he's, he's getting them to compare the harvest of crops uh, to the harvest of souls. Jesus is telling the mindset of the disciples and mankind in relation to, to what is a priority. In other words, uh, don't think that there's time later on to get this done. That there's an urgency in the ministry. He says, lift up your eyes and look to the field, for they are white and ready for harvest. In other words, we need to be uh, promoting God's kingdom right now. No, don't, don't think that's tomorrow or next week or, uh, or some other time. We need to be on it uh, every each and every day. We need to be trying to uh, spread the word. The Lord knows that it is ready to receive him and as Lord and Savior. The, the harvest is ready. Jesus will show us and guide us to the right people who are ready to be led to salvation. So we just got to be willing to follow his direction. And then, uh, uh, and I'm going kind of fast, but it's a quite a long uh, lesson. And then he says in verse 36, the sower and the reaper. And he says, he that reapeth receive wages and gather fruit 
unto life eternity. Both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Hmm. So the immediate uh, benefit uh, of Jesus sowing and reaping, he said that he that reapeth receive wages and gather fruit unto eternity. Uh, Jesus lets them know that, well, one of the examples you know, it really would be uh, from what had just happened. Jesus sowed the seed of gospel into the heart of the woman of Samaria. She, in turn, shared what she had been sowed in her heart with others. And now, a few hours later, she leads the potential harvest to Jesus so he can sow the gospel in them. So it's a, it's a, it's a process of sowing and reaping. Uh, so many times the person that sowed the seed doesn't, doesn't reap the immediate harvest. But in the end, it doesn't matter who sows and who, who reaps as long as the sowing and reaping uh, is taking place. So verse 37 says, And herein is that true saying, One sow it and another reap it. It's referring to, uh, uh, really goes back to the Old Testament. Uh, the prior, the prophets and the patriarchs, they sowed uh, the seed, and the disciples are reaping the fruits of their labor. Uh, hmm. Jesus sowed the seed, and many disciples re- received the fruits of his labor. Uh, many times we don't even see the fruits of our sowing uh, in this lifetime. And take of somebody like my parents, they sowed a seed long time ago that they didn't see reaped. Uh, but but it's being reaped uh, in, 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 uh, in us children now. So if they sowed the seed, but they didn't really uh, see it harvest until now. So it's a, uh, verse 38 talks again about uh, Jesus' assignment uh, to the disciples. He said, I send you to reap that wherein you bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and ye entered into their labor. So Jesus reminded his disciples, uh, uh, of their first active assignment, I send you, uh, is that they they are sent by the Lord to harvest. Uh, and in other words, I is speaking of Jesus, and so He's saying, I'm sending you uh, to do the work. And then Jesus tells them that they are, have no grounds for boasting, and and, and sometimes we like to talk about, oh, I bought this person to Christ, but we don't. <laughs> It, that's nothing to boast about. You might not even did the the, the sowing. Somebody else might have did the sowing. You just uh, did some reaping. In other words, you ain't got nothing to be boastful about. And Jesus gives credit to those that prepare hearts so the disciples will reap. In other words, he says other men, other men have did the labor, and you're doing the reaping. So don't 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 get so caught up in that. Uh, Jesus is setting forth the principle that the verses they say that they may see the benefits of of their labor, maybe in this life and maybe not in this life, but they're sowing and they're reaping. Then verse 39 says the first, uh, gets us to see the first uh, witness of the Samaritan woman, and that uh, says that many a Samaritan of that city believe uh, on him. For the saying of the woman, which testified, I told all that I had. I told all that I ever did. In other words, uh, Acts 1-8, Jesus declares, but 
Ye have received power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto both the Jew- in Jerusalem and all Judea, and in, and in Samaria, and into the utmost parts of the earth. This is Samaria, a woman became part of the great commission that Jesus set before us, and that he said, Go ye into all the world and teach them. I'm paraphrasing, but teach them in the words of the Lord. So she become part of that. And it lets mm-hmm. us know that God has no respect of person. Many of the mm-hmm. uh, Samaritan people probably looked on this woman as not being so great. But because she is so convincing, it caused many of them to believe uh, that the message of Christ makes no difference in souls coming to him. He told me all I ever did. So uh, her testimony has become a great part of the miracle. And then uh, verse 40 says, so when the Samaritans were come to him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he aborted with them two days. So that the, many of the Jews, many times, was always asking for a miracle that, that would prove who Jesus was. But but these Samaritan people are, are, are so receptive to the gospel that they don't ask for a miracle. Uh, the woman, uh, really, the miracle. She only thing that that part of the miracle is that she believed because he he knows so much about her. So the power of the gospel is so so great that uh, they said they besought him to tear with them, uh, and he opened the hearts of the Samaritan. Jesus is not seen uh, in performing a miracle. All he is is con- uh, cultivating their hearts that they may be receptive to the gospel. And many more believe because of his own word. Uh, all of the people of Samaria did not come to see Jesus. Uh, so there's always room for many more. But even though a multitude came, many, all of them did not come. So the work of an evangelist is an ongoing ministry. It's not something that's going to uh, uh, start today and end today. It's something that go, goes on and will continually be going on until the end of time. And verse 42 says, And said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy sin, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. So it ain't that, that what you said. It, 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 it's that now I'm a, I'm, I'm a faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it, I, I had tried him for myself and uh, believed on the testimony of the woman first what started it. But now uh, I, I know him for myself. So we all ought to have a personal experience with, with Jesus for ourselves. They knew that Jesus was the hope of the dying world. They knew about him, but now that they've seen him for themselves, they can can uh, justify themselves that I know Christ. So something we take away from this lesson is that God knows us to be, uh, needs us to be his witness to a lot of people. Amen. The work of sharing the gospel is our, our duty, his people's duty. Uh, and and we, if we neglect it, we neglect our, neglect our mission. So we are to be 
a witness for him. Uh, kind of run through that kind of quick, but we've got a late start. But that's basic what I had for tonight. Amen. Amen. Comments anyone? Amen. Will Will said. Uh, uh, my just little thought tonight is that we thank God for the Samaritan. Uh, lady is showing us, really showing us to, uh, how, first of all, the encounter with Jesus. And once you've been encountered with Jesus, come in contact with Jesus, uh, you will no longer be the same. And she had been in contact. And then, and then when you were in contact with Jesus, she showed us that she said, come see a man. Mm -hmm. She was inviting us. And, and, and we all too. Uh, that's why Matthew 5 and 16 said, let your light so shine that men may see your good work. And then we uh, they glorify your father. And then we see in that second uh, outline with misguided uh, disciples, uh, they were looking at one part, and Jesus was trying to explain the other part. He was looking at the uh, spiritual part, and they were looking at the physical part. So uh, we as children of God, we got to understand Yes, that is a physical, but that is a spiritual part, and our spiritual man needs feeding every day. Uh, and then it says, uh, the third part said, from uh, the woman witness. Uh, after she had been encountered with God, with Jesus, she just didn't leave it there. She began to be a witness. And, and all of us, we ought to be, <clears throat> excuse me, all of us ought to be a mouthpiece for God. Uh, we we be a mouthpiece for everything else. Uh, we 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 cheerleader for everything else. Uh, let us be a spokesman uh, for God. And, and and she said, "This man can tell me everything." Now, who who can tell you everything that you done? And and, and I thought about that. And I looked at this earlier today. Even my mama, I, uh, uh, she might birth me in the world, but I'd have been departed from her. So she can't tell me everything I done done. Uh, she might think about it, but Jesus knows everything because he's always with us. So, uh, and and so, you know, and, and how she was witnessing. And, tell, and I think about uh, this Samaritan, how uh, Jesus had uh, teaches us uh, about the Samaritan. The Samaritan has always been a help along the way. And I thought about today, the Samaritan, how the, uh, the thief, uh, fell among uh, the man fell among the thieves, and the Samaritan uh, picked him up, came by, and, you know, and mm -hmm. you know a lot of us would just look at folks, but uh, mm -hmm. the Samaritan came by and then the helping hand. So it, 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 uh, we all ought to be uh, uh, a witness, and we can be a witness, and uh, and that's why I think a songwriter said that I'm a witness for my Lord, you know. So mm -hmm. we all ought to be a witness, you know, for Him because. If it wasn't for him, what would we do? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Good, um, good lesson. One, one, one thing that um, came to my mind. I'm sorry, cousin. Go ahead. Well, I I was I was thinking about as as you see the part that the disciples. Um, were in this you know and here it was the woman she was paying attention um you think about 
two with the two sisters, Mary and Martha. Remember, one was at the at the feet, and the other one was doing the doing the cleaning and everything, preparing mm-hmm. and all. But you you see um, how Jesus was wanted um, the sister to be there because she was listening. Okay, and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that Jesus was saying to her. And you think about um, um, as as um, Brother uh, Deacon Wade has said, you know, everyone that hears Jesus they marvel, you know? Mm-hmm. You think about it. Everybody, they marvel. At, at we, we heard this, you know, a couple of uh, weeks ago when they talked about how the um, um, the people they marveled at when um, Jesus came into the synagogue, you know, and they hearing Jesus. I mean, everybody marveled at what he said. That's powerful, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you think about um, even with this woman, I can say that could have been me mm-hmm. because I know. If 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 um, Jesus had just told me everything about me, I know I'll be running. I'm going to see a man and he told me everything about me. I know. Look, I, some of the things I'm not even aware of. And just as you said, yeah. Pastor Jesus knows. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, um, Oh, this 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 is a good. We we have to understand. Um, Jesus always says, "I'm about my Father's business." Yes, right. His time is limited here on earth, you know. And I understood what the disciples were trying to do, but uh, they were out of line. Amen. And and um, good lesson. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, the only thing I I want to bring out to me uh, when you first started is when um, the, the Samaritan lady coming from a house that probably wasn't her own, that had a man there that wasn't her husband, to go and draw water to take back to him. Jesus met her where she was at in the middle of her sin. <laughs> met her where she was at, and she left the picture. She left it. She turned from mm-hmm. her sin and right then and go tell everyone uh-huh. about you. That's what, you know, it, it really didn't dawn on me uh, until you read that again, is that when she mm-hmm. left what she was doing, left it, mm-hmm. that means she left her life of sin, left the man there waiting, thirsty, waiting for some water, left him there, mm-hmm. going to tell mm-hmm. folks about Jesus trying to give them some living water. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's, that's, that, that hit me right off the bat when you said, wait a second, I didn't I don't really pay attention that in the middle of her sin, Jesus met her where she was at, and Jesus will meet you where you're at. No matter how long I know, long that. I know I that's right. Where you at? Yeah. In the middle of it, in the middle of her sin, Jesus changed her life. And he, he, Come he'll on do now. It for Amen. She, she forgot about what she was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, if you have uh, really, truly, uh, encounter with the Lord. Yes. 
you will never ever be the same. Right. Mm. You will never uh, leave the way you came. Mm. I know that, right. that one. That one encounter with him mm. can change your whole life and yeah. set you mm. on a pathway mm. and put a burning in you. And this burning will take place, and everybody you see, you will have that hunger mm. to reach out to them and tell them of what the things the Lord has done for you. Yeah. And yes, that yes, they can have the same thing that you have. Mm-hmm. If they would only accept him, believe him, and follow his word and his guide. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. You're right. You're right. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. All right. Uh, nothing else. Thank God for all the comments. Deacon Way, you got anything else? No, sir. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. All right. I I want to do like Sister Jennifer said and do like Brother Anthony always said. I have a praise report. I think I'm doing 99.9 right now. All right. Amen. 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 I, I, I tell you. Amen. I, 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 I just can't keep it to myself because I, I was telling my wife the other day, I had to look at the other side of the coin. I could have been in the mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, I thank God I stayed home all these days. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And I, I thank God for his healing power. Amen. Amen. I, and I thank God for y'all prayers and and Amen. I tell you, and I tell you, Sister Mitchell has really pushed me. She told me I wasn't gonna just lay there. She said you got to get up and move. And so Amen. she, she was that doctor, that nurse, and Amen, that motivator. Amen, because I, mm-hmm. I, I tell you, Amen, I wanted to lay down and just you know and say let me just you didn't feel like doing nothing. But the more you get up, the more you do, the better you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I thank God for all of your prayers and. Amen. And I, I share with you that uh, they did share with me today that uh, you will still have some slight breathing problems for a little while, but nevertheless, God is able. Amen. That was my praise report, and I just thank God for the Walnut Grove family and wife and thank the Lord first and wife and Walnut Grove for just praying for me and just keep lifting me up. Amen. 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 I want to thank the Walnut Grove family too because I felt the prayers as well, you know. You never know what you, you you never know what to expect whenever you go under and I tell you, I didn't. But I thank God, you know, he's been good to me. Everything yeah. is hitting pretty good, and I thank God for him. And the yeah. best is yet. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 All right. All right. If Deacon Wade don't have anything else, uh, we're going to ask Brother Cooks if he would to give us the honor of dismissing us tonight. Amen. 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 
Lord God, we come before you. We just thank you for this word, Lord Father. We thank you for reaching out to even us, Lord God, even the Gentiles, Lord God, the Samaritans, Lord God, reaching out throughout the world, Lord God. May we have that same spirit, Lord Father, when we go out and see someone hurting, Lord Father, and we reach out to them, Lord God, and give them the same word, Lord Father, that living water, Lord God, that that water that's not thirst anymore, Lord Father. We pray this in your holy name. We thank you for the blessings and the and the mercy that you've shown us and the healing power that you have given. In Jesus' name, yeah, we pray. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. God Amen. Bless all right, family. God bless you all. Love all of you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.